Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio. I will apologise in the podcast version for the whirring in the background. It's very quiet, but if you listen, it's because I uh, booted up an old computer in the studio. And now it's going to be about five years doing all the Windows updates. It's not done in the last couple of months. <clears throat> Great. Cheers for that, Bill. Uh, meanwhile, here's what we did on the radio earlier today. Forrest Gump gets a mention on the show. It's an excellent film. One of my favourite films. Always makes me cry. Not in the same way that the sequel to The Matrix made me cry. Like, that's a waste of money, isn't it? Um, rom-coms. If rom-coms were real, what would they actually be like? We'll get stuck into that. Uh, news about aliens and AI. You know what? Humanity doesn't stand a chance, does it? February is officially a terrible month. We'll look into why and if I'm making it any better. And, uh, I'm probably not, if I'm brutally honest. But... Tom Hanks' famous... Um, box of chocolates you know the one in he's waiting on uh, in forest gump at the bus stop he's got a box of chocolates it's a 23 ounce apparently um it's a prop and it's just been sold at auction for trying to work out the uk version just over 20 grand it's twenty-five thousand dollars for the box of chocolates that forest gump is going to deliver and it's a lot of money but I suppose the good thing about buying that box of chocolate is you never know what you're going to get. The, <laughs> so childish. That quote doesn't even work, does it? Life's like a box of chocolates. You don't know what you're going to get. You do, because there's a small piece of paper on the inside of boxes of chocolates that tell you what you're going to get. Forrest, did you not look on the inside of the box? Honestly. Does, does your box of chocolates not come with that piece of paper? I ain't paying 25 grand for it then, am I? Look, we often talk about things like AI. We're quite a tech-savvy show, this one. Microsoft's new AI chatbot, Bing, is making waves. I was thinking of actually using Bing, because now it's got AI on it. I thought, oh, it's a bit clever, that, isn't it? But apparently, it's been making waves because it's having unhinged conversations with users. If I wanted unhinged conversations online, well, I'd just carry on using Twitter, but... It's been available for the public for only a few days now, and I've recently signed up for it to try and get in on this using AI, right? But one instance shared on Twitter shows Bing chatbot becoming furious with a user who asked where Avatar 2 was screening nearby. Oh. Like, robots turning against us makes sense, but getting annoyed because we ask for directions to a cinema. I'm after a chatbot, not another half, but... Okay, well, we'll keep an eye on this, and at some point I will sign up for the AI chatbot thing, and then we'll see if we can get the AI on the show. Not in the way that I normally do, pretending and doing silly jokes. We're going to see if we can get some AI writing some, some radio for us. Now, previously, previously on the show, we read a survey that said Pretty Woman is the best rom-com, according to whoever it is, and not incredibly sure that that makes a lot of sense, because you know what she did for a living at the start of it. But now more than a third of Brits, according to a new piece of research, claim romantic comedies have changed their expectation of real relationships. Yeah, like you presume you're going to meet someone which is at work like that. 29% feel that they're accurate portrayals of love, with 46% criticising the film, such as Pretty Woman, for depicting unrealistic um, expectations. I bet. Don't even look like the pictures, do they? But the point is, if rom-coms were real, what would they have in them? Because I can tell you this now. If ever there's a dramatic moment in a relationship and one of you's heading off to the airport and last minute you think, I'll chase after them, you ain't going to make it on time. Have you ever been to an airport? <laughs> it's not a clue. What will happen is you will end up just walking around the wrong terminal while they fly off. 
If rom-coms were real, what would you notice? Previously on the show, we've been doing jokes about aliens and how it started to become real. Newspapers are catching up with us. Uh, the other week we found out that Johnny Vaughan's launching an alien podcast. Oh, I think you're fine. We, we talk about aliens a lot. And now, officials are actually saying what we said on the show either yesterday or before. Stop shooting things down because it's a long shot, but they could be aliens. And if, if this is first contact, we are going to come across as ruffians. Don't get me wrong, I blame the aliens as well. If you're going to approach the planet Earth, and if you do it via America, it's your own fault if you get aimed at. Do you know what I mean? Could have come to any other country, and you've gone to the one that is rootin' tootin'. You know what I mean? But... So we should stop shooting down UFOs until we know what's inside them, says a top air commander. Air Chief Marshal Sir Michael Graydon has blasted mystery crafts. Uh, it's not the best way of doing it. Sir Michael, 84, um, says it was highly likely that it's got some spy equipment on it. Oh, that's true. I didn't think of that. People have been saying, are they spy balloons, spy craft, or aliens? Could be both, couldn't it? Maybe the aliens are a little spy. Either way, I think we are picking a fight we might not win if we keep shooting down all of their tech. So, anyway, we'll now turning... This is turning into a serious feature on the show. We'll keep an eye on the alien news. If they do invade, we will let you know right here first. This is interesting. Actually, uh, there's a piece of research that says February, forget January, February is the most miserable month of the year. And when we first started doing these afternoon shows, there was a survey that came out saying this time of the day is the worst time of the day. The worst part of the day. So add that together, this time of day during February. So I'm trying to find stories to cheer you up. How about this? A contraceptive pill for men has been developed. Yay! And apparently you just need to take it before, you know, you um, get intimate. The on-demand therapy blocks fertility. It's a certain protein that gets attacked for 24 hours. Scientists say in some way it's more effective than women's as that has to be taken every day. You're right, because uh, if you're married, if you only need to take these pills before you actually, you know... Well, put it this way, you only need to take it three times a year, don't you? So uh, saves a lot of all that hassle. Birthday, Christmas, Valentine's, yeah... Every so often I do a bit of work on the telly, and it's nice, I love doing stuff like that. But this piece of research really makes me realise now is not the golden age of telly. One in four Brits can't sleep because they're addicted to checking the numbers on their energy smart meters. So that means people would rather watch their numbers on their smart meters than watch the telly. That's how entertaining I am. Less than numbers that go up. Honestly, if these people work out that you can say rude words if you turn on a calculator upside down, oh, they'll be cock-a-hoop. We talked earlier on about romantic comedies. A survey says like a third of us think that they have got unrealistic expectations because they watch rom-coms. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, Realise you watched a film. Like, I've watched films with Superman in them, but I don't have expectations that I can fly, so don't be stupid. That would be one way of looking at it. I was also asking if rom-coms were a bit more real, what would they be like? And uh, Donna sends me a message, you can find me on Twitter, at Mr. Stephen Allen, saying, I always think that they should make sequels to rom-coms, where the couple just get bored with each other and the spark dies out. <laughs> like that, is it? No, I know, I know what you mean. What are the news stories that we didn't have time to cover? Pints with a foamy head could be a thing of the past, as brewers use science to cut down on waste. Do you mean flat beer? All right, yeah, I know I can see how that saves you throwing away all that flat beer boffins, pretending that's a breakthrough. They've invented flat beer before, you idiots. 
Police have saved uh, Easter after recovering 200,000 Cadbury's cream eggs that were nicked from an industrial estate. Officers retrieved £40,000 worth of the chocolate treat. Martin sent me a link to this story. And, um, well, I mean, thank heavens for that. Because if it were, I've often said this, if it weren't for cream eggs, I'd be a lot thinner during this time of the year. So, if anything, those criminals, as much as I don't like criminals, they were helping my diet. Um, I think we're up to date. And that'll do for a podcast, won't it? That'll do, pig. All you need to do is um, subscribe to wherever you found this and you can get more of these. You can also... So I'm just logging into that other computer via VPN or it's called VNC. Um, oh, now you know how many characters are in my password. Ooh, it's in for an old computer, I'll be right. Listen, um, tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. Subscribe to wherever you found this and we will see you for the next one. Till then, bye.